Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to midday super talk mississippi i'm your host gerard gibbert along with a rhino in the element wealth studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this hump day heck dang yeah we've made it to half the week we are there and we are here and inflation's still a thing that's the first thing i got to report this morning Inflation's up just like the mercury. <laughs> exactly. It is a little little pre-summer warm, I think. A little premature. I am not trying to jinx it, so I will find some wood to knock on as soon as I say this. But uh, yesterday, the weatherman was wrong. It was about four degrees cooler than he predicted. I, you're right about so, that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed he was wrong again today. Uh, towards the uh, later afternoon, it was actually pleasant, I thought. Low Didn't humidity. quite climb as high as uh, they were expecting. Yeah, agree. It's so, always a good thing when they're saying it's going to make the 90s, and it doesn't quite make it. <laughs> uh, don't look at your portfolio, however, or your 401k. The Dow up 187 at the present. The NASDAQ is uh, now turned negative. Yesterday was uh, not a good day, a, a, a little bit of a rebound, but... It really didn't bounce like we thought. And the futures were up this morning, uh, then turned down, turned negative, now back up. And this is all based on, it's incredibly volatile, it's based on today's CPI report, inflation. Expectations were that we were going to see a downtick of the annualized rate of inflation, the Consumer Price Index, which last month sat at 8.5% on an annualized basis. We expected it to tick down to 8.3. Pardon me, 8.1, 8.1. It came in at 8.3, right in the middle. So it... um, it fell short of expectations, and the market promptly tanked. Now it's back up. Here's what I do know. We got a guy up there in the White House who yesterday declared that inflation is his number one priority. He took zero responsibility for it. The pain we're all feeling at the pump in the grocery stores, virtually every purchase. Zero. He blamed it on the pandemic. What did he say? Once in a century pandemic. And Vladimir Putin. Zero culpability can be attached to the White House in his view. In fact, one of the reporters directly asked President Biden, do you think 
Are you responsible in any way for inflation? Are you resp- Are your policies at play here? And he, he did that kind of smug, leaning over the podium you've seen him do so many times. No, I, I think our, our policies actually helped. That's what he said, with a straight face. So, <laughs> the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal, of course, went to uh, cobbling out an article after the president's remarks yesterday, his press conference. <laughs> and the title of the article, President Costanza Takes on Inflation. I thought that was excellent. They say in the first paragraph, does the editorial board, he should take Jerry Seinfeld's advice to George Costanza and do the opposite of his of his every policy instinct. <laughs> that was excellent. And so once again, he called for Congress to pass his Build Back Better program. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's like so myopic, one-track mind. Build back better. we got to do it. Republican obstructionists, they're in the way. No, it's okay. You can call it a broken record. He's old <laughs> enough to get the reference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he also doubled down on the billionaire's tax and unconstitutional wealth tax and price-fixing of Medicare drug prices. <laughs> he really... He just failed to make any reference to the the pouring of kerosene on the economic recovery, which was coming along nicely last year out of the pandemic when the government shut everything down. No, no, no. He had to had to dump that one point nine trillion dollar American rescue plan. And I just want to remind folks here in the state of Mississippi. We will definitely benefit. What the state get? $1.8 billion, and then you got the long list of all the money that went directly to states and counties, and they're putting it to work. But let's be honest. That's all part of the helicopter money. We're, so we're, the benefit we're getting is whatever we're going to spend all this money on, right? And there's a, just a long laundry list of that, infrastructure and road, bridge, water, etc. And then the counties and cities have, I think, even more latitude in how they spend their money. But you're paying for it. You're paying for it at the pump. You may not get, you may not have received a, a direct tax increase from any level of government, but it's all money. doesn't really matter where it's going when it's coming out of your pocket. In this case, it's going to the gas station, the C-Store, when you're buying gas. Now, look, let me be clear. We've talked about this before. Their margin, their profit, the retailers of uh, fuel, it's de minimis. I mean, it's, it's. I would argue not even if you really looked at it as a, a profit center. It's a break-even proposition to get you in the store to buy the coffee and the snacks and other sundries and items that do produce a profit from It's not unusual when you have an organization that sells such a diverse range of products. That works. 
Why do you think they put the wall, the milk at the back of the Walmart? Good point. Make you so go. So you got to walk by everything else to go get the one thing that the majority of people are buying. Stick that stuff in your basket en route. No question about it. And and you know as well as I, there are. And I'm not picking on Walmart. That's no, just about everything. Oh yeah, that's store. right. I mean, look, that's that's retail marketing psychology, marketing 101. Absolutely. It, but what's different today, as you know, is that's where I was going. Is that. We've got these electronic tools and AI and machine learning and all sorts of other very sophisticated technology behind the scenes that is determining exactly where to put that stuff and exactly how to display it. It is mind-boggling what a science that has become. That's fantastic because it's good for consumers. It's good for sellers. Nonetheless, I mean, think about it. Think about the data points they can provide to vendors. When they've got the the Wi-Fi and all the different little nodes in the store, and you're walking around the store, and it's picking up data from your phone. No doubt. And it notices that you stopped in front of this section where it has this list of vendors, but it also notices when you went by the register, you didn't buy anything from there. No doubt. So it can relay that information. It is incredible how valuable that information is in the entire supply chain. No doubt about it. But he tried to get ahead of today's inflation report, did Biden yesterday, where he just rehashed all of his long-in-the-tooth proposals. Let's increase subsidies, let's raise taxes, let's expand regulation. That's really all he said. Let's pass my bill back better. I'm so sick of that. Can't we just be done with that crap? Because it's not going to go through. And this idea that what happened to the concept of the buck stops with me? What happened to that? Sky's not familiar with that, evidently. And let's be honest, Rhino, it, that's that's kind of an affliction that's rather pervasive in the political realm. Trying to think of he and Harry Truman overlap at all politically. <laughs> he got started a long time ago, but I don't think Truman spent very much longer in politics. That's true. That's true. My dad loved Truman, by the way, from the serving in World War II. Uh, nonetheless, the, the speech yesterday was disturbing, and parts of it were incoherent. It was long in the tooth, but more importantly, it... it provided zero, he presented zero solutions to the core problem, which is the price of stuff keeps going up. He just provided no solutions to that. None. Yet he says it's its top priority. Unbelievable. We're going to take a break right here uh, for some words of wisdom. We've got Representative Lee Yancey. He's coming in the studio next to talk about how to obtain a medical marijuana card and the sort of fraud you need to look out for there. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 94. Thursday evening, a 30% chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 67. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Luke and Bach, Texas. <laughs> we are back in the Element Well Studios on Middays. Super Talk Mississippi joining us now. Lee Yancey, he's a member of the Mississippi House of Representatives, represents District 74, which incorporates a good bit, good chunk of Rankin County. Good morning there, Representative Yancey. Good morning, Mr. Gibbard. How are you today? Good to see you. You look like you're ready for the golf course. 
Well, you know, it's hot outside. It is I like hot. to wear short sleeves sometimes when it's hot. Gotcha. Area. We, <laughs> we, we are in Mississippi. And it's not even summertime yet. I know. We were just talking about that. Uh, Rhino and I were. It's a little premature for summertime. Well, uh, you got to be bored these days, right? No legislative sessioning going on. Well, You're bored? It's You're back to work. It's certainly a different kind of schedule. You know, I'm back okay. to my old job and... <laughs> Uh, advising clients and and looking for new clients and and you know having a great time doing it. Love yeah. love what I do. Good. All right. So this uh, you were obviously intimately involved in this entire medical marijuana situation because um, you serve as the chair of the drug committee in the house, right? That's correct. Yeah. So. That uh, responsibility fell to a great extent, certainly in the House side, on you, and then Senator Blackwell over in the Senate side. So that deal's done, and uh, now a lot of work is uh, going on to get the program implemented. Uh, And that, of course, involves the promulgation of the rules and the regulations necessary to administer and govern the program that is in accordance with the law that responsibility falls on the department of health is that correct for the most part that's correct for everything except the dispensaries which falls on the department of revenue okay and and if i wanted to know something about any part of this program i would direct people to the department of health website or the department of revenue website okay both have a nice link to a copy of the bill should you be so inclined to read that they also have uh, all the regulations that are posted there, the process by which you need to obtain a license for any aspect of the business or to be a practi- practitioner who gets a license or um, a patient. You know, Once they have received a certification from a practitioner, uh, how they would go about getting their license. And I believe okay. what they want is for everyone to do this online. That is the goal. And do what online? Uh, well, I, let me yeah, let me let me back up because yeah. you do have to have. So once you get your certification, uh, well, if you're applying for a license, you definitely would do that online. License to if, do to grow to to grow. be a cultivator, to be a processor, to be a tester, to be a disposal entity or a transportation entity. Okay, um, you know retailer. You you learn how to get your license by looking online. Okay. You know, if you are a patient, you know, you are waiting until the practitioners have been licensed. Uh, Not only do they have to apply for a license, but they have to to complete eight hours of continuing education before they can get their license. And uh, once they do, then you would have to have a face-to-face visit uh, with a practitioner with whom you have a bona fide relationship with. And then within the scope of their practice, they could certify that you have one of the debilitating conditions that would enable you to qualify for a medical cannabis card. And, um, you know, so the process by which all that's going to happen is going to be spelled out on the Department of Health website. Okay. So just in general, to summarize, there, there are a number of players in the supply chain, operators in the supply chain. You just listed them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, is, and I assume that that is uh, explicitly specified in the law it itself. Is, is that it right? Is. Okay. It certainly is. So those folks have to be licensed by the state uh, to operate a business in any of those those categories within the supply chain. You listed them: cultivator, tester, uh, transporter, 
etc. Those have and there are rules around how to obtain those licenses and how to qualify for those. And then you've got the consumers, those who seek uh, medical marijuana for relief of uh, of the various symptoms that qualify, the various ailments that qualify. And um, that that is not. We should be clear. It's not a prescription. Because that's not actually legal. It is a certification. And so the practitioners, in accordance with law, issue certifications and there are rules around what qualifies one uh, to be a practitioner and rules around what qualifies one to receive the so-called card to be certified. What we've seen, and uh, this is kind of what prompted us to give you a call and come in the studio, what we've seen is some uh, some organizations that are promoting that they could actually issue these cards. But these organizations are not inside the state. And uh, it seemed to be a little misleading on how that works and what's involved in that. Uh, Tell us about what you know about that, and and then uh, please describe, again, the, the process. What is legal? What is the legal procedure to receive a card? So first of all, there's there's not going to be any product available to be purchased until late 2022. Okay. So we're talking, you know, November, December. So if anybody's trying to sell you cannabis in any form between now and then, um, you know, you better you better be very very skeptical because okay. it's probably black market. Um, a card uh, once you get certified by a practitioner. A card is going to cost you $25 from the Department of Health, and and that's going to be valid for a year. And then you'll get a new card the next year, assuming that you get another you know, visit from your practitioner, get another certification, $25 for a another card. So um, if someone's advertising on that they will do something for $200, you know immediately that a card costs $25. If someone's uh, doing something from out of state, you know, that, that has nothing to do with our medical cannabis program. So all of these people are scammers. And I believe that, you know, there is a seventh level of Dante's hell that is reserved for people like this who are trying to take advantage of, of the public. So, you know, nothing is going to be happening super fast this year once the people can start applying for a license, whether that's a practitioner or a cultivator or processor or tester or disposal destruction or transportation entity, once they begin uh, applying, which will happen somewhere around June the 3rd. I believe that's 120 days from the passage, which was February 3rd or February mm-hmm. 2nd. Right. So they can apply. Then uh, the Department of Health has 30 days um, to accept or deny uh, their application. And once they have made a determination to accept or deny it, then they have five days to issue their card. Okay. So And so if they deny it, they have to tell them why. So, but so that's going to go into July. Well, the dispensaries—the only place the public is allowed—the dispensaries can't even apply for a license until 150 days after passage, which is going to be somewhere around July 2nd or 3rd. I mean, okay. I mean, it's somewhere in that week, and so they will apply for the license again. They'll have 30 days to process this license. So here we go all the way to August before the dispensaries even know if they have a license. So we gave the cultivators and processors a 30-day head start so they could begin growing the plant. They could begin processing the plant. 
to get get ahead of the dispensaries because the dispensaries cannot sell anything that was not grown, that was not processed, that was not tested in the state of Mississippi. Okay. Anything that's in a dispensary has to have been tested by our Mississippi Department of Health. It, ha- it has to be tested by one of our testing facilities that's regulated by the Department of Health. Let me say it that way. Okay. Um, so it's it is a this program is very much a Mississippi only program. And uh, anything that you see that's coming from somewhere outside our state is a, is a scam. Interesting. And maybe if it's coming inside the state, if it doesn't meet the criteria that yeah. I just mentioned. Yeah, gotcha. So the main thing is, folks, beware. And uh, so one of the things I want to ask you about, and this comes up uh, uh, just kind of anecdotally, is the, the concept of bona fide relationship with a physician. Is Is that – expanded upon and really uh, enumerated in detail in the bill in the law itself or uh, how would you how would you describe what constitutes a bona fide relationship the the legal term bona fide relationship is one that was already currently in the law in other places and so it was something that we okay. could, we could anchor to to define a relationship where uh, a patient has an ongoing relationship with their physician that has not just begun and they are looking for continued ways to deal with whatever problem it is they have whether okay. it's their pain or it's their shaking or it's uh, yeah. Whatever the case may be, yeah. And so, um, you know, it's 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 you're going to have to establish a relationship uh, that has been ongoing with a practitioner you know, that defines it as bona fide. Okay. I know you've been. Uh, we got a break right here. You hang around. Sure. You've been to at least one event, right? Um, where folks gathered to. I went discuss. to the three MA convention last week. Okay. We'll talk about that, and there's more events planned. Stay with us, folks. We're on Middays in the Element Well Studios. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you. And drive safe. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The moment that so many Mississippians have been waiting for is almost here, as the construction along Highway 49 from Florence to Richland is set to be complete by the end of summer 2022. And citizens along the Mississippi Gulf Coast came together on Tuesday to honor the life of Carl the Rooster, known as a fixture to the Ocean Springs community, with a second line. (music) Cynthia Dobbs Sutton of the Chamber of Commerce recently explained to us what Carl the Rooster meant to Ocean Springs. That's what people don't understand. You know, he had a certain route that he traveled each day. You know, all the business owners in that area, you know, nobody ever, you know, bothered him. He was just kind of part of the team and be like, oh, there's Carl if a waiter is talking to somebody, you know, and it was a part of town. It was part of basically, you know, part of the character of Ocean Springs. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here, Super Talk Mississippi. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Every child of a parent with Huntington's disease has a 50-50 chance of inheriting Huntington's disease, which is described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash thwms. Hit a grand slam this afternoon. Listen to Sports Talk Mississippi, the hottest sports show in the state. The action kicks off this afternoon at 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. 
Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Back in the Element Well Studios, middays, Gerard and Rhino. We've got Representative Lee Yancey joining us. All right, so, uh, Lee, off the air there, we were discussing, this This comes up a lot in, in the public. Uh, I see questions about advertising, promotion, and concerns about medical marijuana outlets uh, just promoting what they do and uh, taking up billboard space and running ads in uh, digital media and traditional on-air media, such as radio and television and so forth. Tell us about the rules there. So, I, I, number one, I would, I would refer everyone to the Mississippi Department of Health website to look at the actual advertising regulations. But just based on conversations that I've had, I would say that the the regulations are as about as strict as they could possibly be. Um, you can't do a billboard. You know, you can't uh, you can't advertise really in 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 hardly any way. You can't use a cannabis leaf on your advertising. You can't say the word cannabis in hmm. your ab- advertising. Um, you know, if you have a, a hat, you know, just a hat that you wear. Uh, it can't have the leaf on it, hmm. and so um, it's very, very, very strict. Okay, and and so one of the things I noticed last time I was in New Orleans uh, down at the Sugar Bowl is there's these big panel trucks that are traversing the roads there that that are advertising and promoting the stores. What about that? So you can't do that. Okay, can't do that, and uh, you know. The dispensaries are the only ones that would want to have any kind of advertising. Yeah, right. The other places are going to want to re- remain anonymous. The sure. transportation vehicles that move it from place to place certainly want to be anonymous. Yeah. You know, um, so you know, it's basically the dispensaries uh, that we're talking about. You know, they could they could say sponsor a hole in a charity golf tournament or. Okay. Um, but but again, this is medicine. This is not you know driving everyone to yeah. your you know where you're selling widgets you know this is this is medicine and uh the the advertising needs to be strictly regulated and i think the department of health has come out uh with a very very strict uh program and it's one from which you can always uh loosen up as the years go by it's always harder to get more strict uh and it you know it's it's better to start out firm and then and then relax it than to start out very relaxed and then try to get more okay. strict the way Oklahoma has done yeah. they were so lax their program was out of control and um you know they ha- they're now coming in trying to add uh, some features that would make it uh, more controlled and 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 you know they've been suffering for years as a result of it mhm all right. So, and there's also, as I recall, some limitation even on the signage at the dispensary for the retailers, right? Sure. I mean, no, you can't have a cannabis leaf on your sign. Uh, you can't say cannabis, you know, okay. on the sign. Okay. Um, that's my understanding yeah. now. Uh, yeah. I, 
the the regs i think the first set of regs they put out were 91 pages and i will admit i have not read all 91, 91. pages uh, but i've but i've just heard conversations you know about it on the ceasefire text line a question if i were a legal card holder what would stop me from purchasing black market marijuana and using it well number one it'd still be illegal yeah number two it would not have been tested, so you really don't know what you're getting. So nothing stops you. you. The you black know, market I mean, is the black you, market. You can go do it, but you, you know you're going to go to jail if you get caught. Yeah, and um, you know, and you don't know what you're getting. You know, we, yesterday was a National Fentanyl Awareness yep. Day, and 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 you certainly don't want to get a hold of any cannabis that's been laced with fentanyl. And uh, if 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 you are a qualifying patient who's gone through the process and has bought your cannabis in a dispensary uh, that's been regulated by our program you know that you're getting a tested product that doesn't have anything in it that's going to kill you this question comes up a lot i know rhino and i have uh, addressed it numerous times and it's the the uh the situation with concealed carry permit or just purchasing a firearm in general uh, how does this affect that and how does this play into that so it's it's the same question that I've had for the last nine months, yeah. and I think I've, Us too. <laughs> I've, I've 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 answered it on here every time I've been on here. Yep. You know, you're going to give up some of your rights if you participate in the medical cannabis program, mm-hmm. and if you are participating in the medical cannabis program, you have a debilitating condition that is debil- debilitating. It is it is it is hampering your life. To to the degree that that you are desperate and so if you already have a gun if you already have a license if you already have a concealed carry then there's no problem but if you go to buy a new gun there is a form you have to fill out and that form says i attest that i have not broken any state or federal laws right well the medical cannabis program uh, you know, if you're participating in it, you are you are complying with state law, but you are still out of compliance with federal law. Right. And we are the 37th state that has made an exception to the federal law. But if you if you tell the truth and you have a card and you sign and attest that you have not broken any federal law, you will be telling a lie. And so that's that's what it comes down to is you you recognize you are giving up some of your rights if you participate in this program. If you go to work and you are participating in this program, there's nothing that prevents your employer from firing you. There's nothing that prevents them from giving you a drug test. There's nothing that makes them uh, have to continue to employ you uh, if you have cannabis in your system. And it will stay in your system a long, long time, long after there's any impairment. Yeah. So uh, you are giving up some of your rights if you participate in this program. Yeah. I think that the, there's a perception out there. I really would would uh, describe it as a misconception that if you go get a medical marijuana card, that that's going to be somehow cross track to the fact that you also um, have purchased a firearm and registered in that respect, and that law enforcement is going to show up at your house and take all your guns. They're not. I know it's come up over and over and over again. It's incredible that you know how that's gotten so. But we have. 34 or 5 other states to look at as uh, as an example and that just hasn't well, happened. If you get prescribed hydrocodone, they don't come to get your gun. It's the same deal. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh I think we just have a situation where it's it's such an oddity and maybe the only uh scenario that I can um think of where we have federal law and state law that are a bit in conflict. And uh, would you agree? Yes, and we'll continue to have these problems until the federal 
the the feds decide to decriminalize it and and take it off of schedule, schedule one. one yeah, yeah. It's just that's the way it is but i mean at this point it's fair to say they just kind of turned a blind eye to it and they they turn a blind eye in 2012 they issued a statement through the justice department saying that if states were in compliance with their own state laws then the justice department was not going to prosecute for uh those who were participating in a in a legal state legal uh, medical cannabis program or some we have 17 or 19 states that are full-blown recreational marijuana programs and you don't have the federal government you know stopping them yeah uh, because they've broken federal law yeah so it's just a conflict and you know and there'll always be a conflict until they change it same is true with respect to uh banking and uh uh, relationships between the uh, really any of the industry, right? And you know, we had the issue that you know TVA said they weren't going to provide electricity. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, then they changed their mind. Yeah. So, but a uh, a dispensary, for example, really can't uh, obtain treasury traditional treasury services from a financial institution. Is that correct? That's my understanding. Now say that one more time. Well, uh, a retailer really can't have the traditional uh, banking relationship with a. Um, that is up to the bank. That the bank or the financial institution would have to decide if if that is, um, you know, if that is something that they would be willing to do. And yeah. There are some that are willing to do it, and okay. there are some that are not. So okay. you kind of have to bank shop to, okay. buy, to find one that that will. Gotcha. But uh, they're perhaps subject to some sort of citation but, or regulatory but, issue. But we inserted language in our bill from the Mississippi Bankers Association okay. uh, that basically said if, if they were in compliance with state law, then, then okay. that, that, you know, we did everything that we could okay. possibly do to gotcha. make them uh, – to give them some protections. Might have some por- potential issue with uh, the controller currency, the bank regulators at the federal level. Don't know. How's that worked in other states? Are yeah. you aware? Well, in other states, they haven't had a problem. They have found okay. a way to do it, okay. and that's 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 the ingenuity of the human mind. That necessity breeds invention, and everyone finds a way to uh, conduct business and to you know provide this uh, medicine to those who who have those debilitating conditions. Yeah, it's it's another. I think it's just another example, and I, I keep thinking about uh, the creation of the Mississippi Lottery Corporation. Uh, those that were proponents of the lottery were disappointed because we were the 45th state but on the other hand we had 44 other states to look at yeah. figure out what works what doesn't and how to avoid the pitfalls and, and i know you and the senator and others as well uh did a lot of work in that regard to, to well, research the other well, states. we did and we looked for best practices but sure. you know, it but you know we had already had a ballot initiative yeah. we'd already had 74 percent of the people say they wanted some type of medical marijuana program yeah so we felt like there was a mandate to do it and that we couldn't stop it from coming. It was coming one way or another, yeah. and this was our chance to do it where we could tax it and test it and regulate it and make sure that it was it was as safe as it could be. Yeah, very insightful. Appreciate you coming it on, Representative. It was our bite at the apple, and we took it. Absolutely. Yep. I understand. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank See you. See you soon. All right. Appreciate it. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come right back. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. 
With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange July cotton was up 32 to 143.30. December cotton was up 53 to 124.70. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 17 and a half to 1609 and three quarters per bushel. August soybeans were up 18 cents to 1565 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up 10 and a half to 785 and three quarters per bushel. September corn was up 11 and a half to 740. Forty-six and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up one fifteen to one thirty-three fifty-five. August live cattle was up seventy to one thirty-four eighty. August feeders down one ten to one seventy seventy-five. September feeders down ninety-five to one seventy-four even. And at the open, the Dow Jones up two hundred thirty-five points, thirty-two thousand three ninety-five. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitec fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitec fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk 
that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you for joining us here on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios on this hump day. So uh, Thomas has sent us a book here uh, once again. Let's see what he says. Uh, so if you get a card and don't get rid of your firearms, you can be arrested by federal agents maybe asking for that clarity. We did. Hopefully you heard that discussion, Thomas, but... Um, sure. The same is, is true in the other 34, 35 states that have medical marijuana and recreational marijuana programs. What, 12, 13 of them now. And I think... Which in reality means you have to do something to rise to the level of getting on the Fed's radar. Right. Uh, not just going to show up at your house because they cross-checked your medical marijuana card uh, against your firearms registrations. Not. I don't know that I've ever heard that situation happening. Technically speaking, I guess, not a lawyer here, I guess they could. It just doesn't seem to uh, really make it to the top of the, the job jar for the Department of Justice or, or federal law enforcement. I, I think the think. most public example of someone who I believe legally had medical marijuana that was busted with it in relation to gun charges was a YouTuber that had a fake Russian accent that would shoot all kinds of guns on YouTube and posted them for the Internet for millions of people to watch. <laughs> and some of them looked less than legally owned or procured, so uh, the feds came knocking and found he had a bunch of illegal stuff and marijuana. Yeah. So they tacked that on. Yeah. It's it's always the case, it seems like. They, they, uh, uh, they incriminate themselves with stupid stuff like that because they they want everybody to know right it's just nuts uh but yeah i just don't i don't see it happening not aware of any situations where it has happened but as we have said repeatedly on the program if you have a medical marijuana card and then you and then you uh, uh proceed to purchase a firearm and you complete the application, I can't remember the name of the form exactly, but the question on there where where you are required to respond, and if you are not honest about that, technically speaking, you're committing fraud. Whether or not that ever comes up to the point where, oh, well, they said no, but it's really yes because, I, you know... I think, like Rhino said, unless you do something that that uh, gets attention, captures attention, and causes law enforcement to seek you out, it, there's just a practical aspect of this, and then there's the literal aspect of it. And from a practical perspective, just don't think so. Question came up about uh, banking, and and so with respect to banking. The uh, it, Lee made it very clear, Representative Yancey, that they, they sought input from the Mississippi Bankers Association, and basically their opinion was, hey, if the bank is is uh, in conformance with state law, uh, essentially we, we're we good with that. Now, I think 
Lee also made the point that some banks are comfortable with that, some aren't. I, you know, I don't know what's going on in other states. I've never heard of a story, uh, Rhino, where in the other states, because we do have lots of history to point to there, uh, and lots of experience to to uh, to learn from. I don't know that I've ever heard of any other states where some bank was cited by regulators because they had a banking relationship with a business in the marijuana industry. Uh, I don't think it's ever been purely a legal marijuana business. I want to say I saw a story in either Colorado or California where a bank was fronting for black market money laundering. Yeah. And because they had on their books other legal marijuana dispensaries, it took longer to catch it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Okay. But, but they weren't after the fact that they were handling the checking account for the marijuana dispensary. They were looking for money laundering, which is a completely different matter. So I think Lee's right. You'll see some banks that'll say, yeah, we'll handle it, and some won't. Honestly, from a uh, just a, a practical perspective, it's not good if somebody's hoarding cash, big big chunks of cash that are just out and about like that. That's not good either, honestly. So, uh, because that can lead to all kinds of illicit activity and crime. I'm not suggesting that they would. I just know when you got when you got cash, it's it's like it's like bait for criminals. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's one of the things, if you think about it, so little cash floating around as we've converted more to plastic and, and digital uh, currency, if you will, even though it's not technically a digital currency, but just credit cards, debit cards, etc. Yeah, I think that's why you don't see so many issues where they go in and rob the register. There's nothing in the registers anymore. Just very little of that. More of that has been transitioned over to... Uh, non-cash transaction activity. So that reduces the opportunity for crime. Anyhow, we'll talk more about this. We got other um, we got other texts rolling in. But right now we got to step aside for the news and when we return, it's Dr. Leah Claire. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. The U.S. tops another record for overdose deaths. The CDC estimates about 107,000 deaths in the U.S. It's roughly one overdose death every five minutes. The 2021 total is up about 15% from the previous record, which was set the year before. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. There's tightened security for Supreme Court justices as protests continue against a potential forthcoming abortion ruling. The group Ruth sent us is planning to demonstrate outside the homes of all Six Republican-appointed justices to the Supreme Court today, calling it Walk By Wednesday. The group's website said they're planning on peaceful protests at three homes in Virginia and three more in Maryland. They've been targeting some of the justices since last week's leak of the draft opinion by Justice Alito that would overturn Roe versus Wade. Fox's Jill Nato, America's listening to Fox News. 
Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Hartley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves tells Foxes the story with Martha McCallum, what's expected to happen if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. In 2007, the state legislature put a trigger law in place in case the policy went back to the states. That trigger law says that within 10 days, uh, the Attorney General of our state will um, certify that Roe v. Wade has been overturned and that abortion will be uh, illegal in the state of Mississippi with the exception of rape and the life of the mother. A pro-choice research organization says about 26 states are either certain or likely to ban abortion, and that could result in millions of women crossing state lines into areas where it remains legal. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our farmer members grow the safest and cleanest food supply in the world on 35,000 farms across the state? Our work truly does fuel the world. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Fentanyl is one of the leading causes of death in illegal drug users. Right now, a third of the pills that are out there are laced with fentanyl, so it's safe to assume that if you're not taking a prescription that was given to you by a physician, that it's going to be laced and that it's not worth the chance. Dr. Catherine Panel explained that in a lot of cases, people don't know what they're getting. Representative Jill Ford co-authored Parker's Law, which makes fentanyl distribution resulting in death a first-degree murder, as well as the Pill Press Bill, which criminalizes unauthorized pill presses and other related equipment. Madison County is seeing almost exclusively a little blue round pill made to look like oxycodone with the letter M and the number 30 imprinted on it. Fentanyl is now the leading cause of death among adults 18 to 45 in the United States. One small packet of Splenda, if it were fentanyl, could kill up to 500 people. 
Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets on sale this Friday, May 13th at 10 a.m. at TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. And joining us now, Dr. Leah Claire Bennett, Clinical Operations Director at Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services. Dr. Bennett, thanks for coming on today. Thank you. All right, so May is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, and we wanted to have uh, you on to Help us understand. Let's start with uh, what should we be looking for? It's it's probably unusual, I would think, these days that any of us don't have somebody within our orbit that probably needs some sort of uh, treatment services. This this uh, I think we've learned, it seems like, a lot more about uh, the brain and mental health in general. We've called more attention to it, but we also have a lot more uh, treatment options available. We just need to be aware and make sure we connect those people uh, to those uh, health care professionals that provide this treatment. I know your organization does that. Yeah, so just making sure that people know the services that are available is really important. Um, there are lots of levels of care for people to obtain and ways that people can uh, do things first uh, with themselves, looking at interventions and te- techniques for self-care and ways to improve personal mental health. But also when, when those things aren't working, not being afraid to reach out for other help, such as therapy psychiatric services or inpatient treatment when necessary. Yeah, so, you know, I've known situations, uh, Dr. Bennett, where within a family, family members know that someone needs treatment, but but they're hesitant to seek it and they're hesitant to come forward. And in particular, the, the person who needs that treatment uh, really is uh, perhaps unwilling to receive it. Uh, these can be very sticky, thorny situations within families. Oh, absolutely. 
And I think people, that, that is part of the problem with mental health. You, you hit the nail on the head when you said that people, I think, are more accepting of mental health, knowing that it's a, there's a genetic predisposition to it. Yeah. But we still have stigma where we, where we avoid getting the help because of what we believe is true or what we believe people will think about us. And so those stigmas really get in the way of people actually reaching out and getting the help that they need. How have the treatments evolved, uh, Dr. Bennett, uh, to where they are today? This is something that uh, i got to believe we keep learning about, learning more from, uh, taking note of experiences, what, what practices seem to be the best and what works and doesn't. This has come a long way. Absolutely. Evidence-based care for mental health is is stellar. And for people struggling with anxiety or depression, usually research shows that a combination of using medications along with therapy tends to be the most beneficial. And so when people are, are willing to encourage us enough to reach out and get those resources, they don't have to stay stuck in those symptoms of anxiety, depression, um, et cetera, so that they can get the help that they need. Is there any particular uh, mental health illness that uh, seems to be more common than others that you've seen a lot of recently? I mean, I think along with the pandemic, there's there's a lot of stress and anxiety that has come that has definitely increased for the general population. I think as the pandemic is is going down somewhat, we're seeing a, a decrease in anxiety. But in talking with pro- providers across the country, I mean, people are still dealing with the impact of that, that increased and intense stress that we have all been under and how that's, that's impeded our abilities to, to cope effectively and to deal with stress. And I think that that's bled into a lot of areas of our lives, such as the workplace, uh, family, relationships with children, uh, within the school system even. And so there's, there's lots of ways that, that currently anxiety continues to, to, to plague many individuals in America. So... Is it would it be fair to say then that the workload of of uh, mental health professionals and and uh, patients that are seeking treatment has that increased as a result of the pandemic? I think that there's definitely been an increase in different types of avenues of people getting treatment. Okay. So there's uh, there are ways to access to do therapy sessions online, for example. There's lots of tools and apps out there. So I think that there are, there's definitely a, an increase in people seeking these services as well as avenues in order to obtain the, the services. I, see. Um, I think people need to, to understand that, you know, it's it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to, to call and ask for help so that you don't have to continue to, to suffer in silence. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what about uh, Pine Grove? Uh, how many uh, patients can you accommodate at uh, any point in time? Are, are there any patients that reside there, or that they just come in and seek uh, outpatient-type treatment? Pine Grove is a, is a really large facility. We actually have people coming from across the country wow. uh, to our residential or specialty level of programs. So um, we have uh, chemical addiction treatment for both men and women. We have professionals uh uh, partial hospitalization treatment. We also have inpatient care where people come and, and stay for five to seven days. Usually those are for uh, medication stabilization. And then we also have outpatient services where those are just regular outpatient therapy sessions that people can come, 50-minute sessions or, or psychiatric appointments to to get those needs met. 
Interesting. Uh, and and what about the results? Uh, it's got to be rewarding when you see a person that uh, is really uh, struggling uh, with their mental health, and and then you guys treat them and um, utilize these best practices and and get them stabilized and on their way and and uh, more productive. Absolutely, it's it is something that is, is I've stayed here throughout my career because that's one of uh, the joys of the work that I that we are able to do here is to see people whose lives were really in great uh, distress yeah. and to see them utilize the tools and the mechanisms of the things that they can learn here and really change and turn things around. And it doesn't just impact them personally, but it impacts the entire system that they go back to. So you see families' uh, lives improved, which is just really exciting to know that they don't stay stuck. Yeah, because it, within a family, it, it just seems like, Uh, something like this, uh, just anecdotally situations I've been aware of, they're so disruptive to the entire family. It it really becomes a burden on everybody who cares about the individual, and it's it's just difficult to function. Right. Um, And that's why, you know, recognizing and and helping individuals see that seeking care, there's nothing wrong with getting help. Just like you'd go to the doctor if you had the flu, uh, go go get help so that you don't have to have the impact. It doesn't have to. You don't have to stay stuck there and continue to um, hurt the people around you. Yeah. Uh, because it does it does have an impact on the whole system. So, are there any uh, particular or specific warning signs that we should be looking for? Any, any symptoms or or uh, just the way a person conducts their life that we should be aware of that says you know maybe this is a this is a mental health issue. Yeah, I think when when people withdraw from what they how they're able to typically lead lead their lives, like when you look at them and say, this seems really different, something must be wrong. Usually, usually we recognize those things. And and oftentimes people struggle to have those conversations. They notice that something's wrong. They notice that the person's not doing well or doesn't seem themselves. But instead of leaning into that conversation, they worry that they're going to hurt their feelings or worry that um, they're going to make them mad. But, you know, usually if. You know, when that person's willing to have that conversation, it, it's a it's a sign that they care in the relationship and they want to invest in the relationship. So being being able to lean into those conversations, talk about it. Um, I think also looking for signs like things such as irritability, increased uh, sleeping, disengagement or isolation, uh, increased worry to where they can't stop the worry about certain things. All of those would also be common signs. Um, or increased substance use. Yeah. Where the person used to, you know, never have such a problem, but you notice more that more and more. And so, uh, yeah, I think your point was excellent. That often we, we're hesitant when we see something and we're suspicious, and we're just hesitant that we might offend the person, or even it becomes confrontational with a person. Is there a particular approach that you would recommend of of, of how to have that conversation, lean into it, as you say? That's a great question. Uh, absolutely. You you don't want to go into it in an accusatory way. Sure. Right? So you don't want to go into saying, you did this and you did that and you're hurting the da 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 da. Yeah. Going into it with the, the statement of, I'm concerned about you. Yeah. That I really, I want to see you do well. I want to see you happy. I want to see you functioning and, and doing the things that you enjoy. Um, and I know that right now it doesn't seem that, that you're able to do that. And I want to, I want to support you. And getting help, so I think sometimes people feel like they got to force it, yeah. or they go into it in a way that's very critical, 
Um, and when we criticize, that just puts the person on the yeah, defensive. Exactly. That's excellent advice. And really appreciate that, Dr. Ben. And appreciate you being on the program today and calling attention to this issue as this is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, Dr. Aaliyah Claire Bennett, Clinical Operations Director at Pine Grove Behavioral Health Services, Health and Addiction Services, has been our guest. We appreciate you coming on, Dr. Bennett. Absolutely. Y'all, you have a great day. You too. We'll step aside for a break right here on Middays. We're coming right back, though. Deli serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Briscoe Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn Mower Package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely Mower, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer, and that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. You have the constitutional right to have and carry a firearm. If you can't use it safely, confidently, and effectively to defend yourself and your family, it does you absolutely no good. We have classes daily to teach you and your family how to improve your shooting skills, whether you are a beginner or a grandmaster. If you aren't fully satisfied with the training, we will refund your entire fee. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you at Boondocks. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. 
Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. We're back with you in the Element Well Studios with the little Pink Floyd. I feel like I like ready to go to sleep when I hear that Pink Floyd. <laughs> it kind of lulls you to sleep. It was a down moment in the album. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Had to catch your breath. <laughs> Representative Becky Curry joins us at twelve oh five. We're going to break down the leak of the uh, SCOTUS Roe v. Wade opinion and talk about other legislative matters. Creating inflation has been his number one priority, says William and Cortland. That in response to the president's proclamation yesterday that inflation is top of his list. Do you remember during the campaign, though, one of the things that, uh, among many that uh, was a a talking point as to why we've got to oust Donald Trump and install Joe Biden into the White House is because Donald Trump lacked empathy. We need a president with empathy. You do remember that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw nothing empathetic out of that guy yesterday. Nothing about... I feel your pain. I understand. No, but you know why? Because I think it calls more attention to the problem. And I think it perhaps uh, almost exhorts people to get even more perturbed about the, their situation. But you know how often during the uh, – during, when they make these speeches, they always will pick – some random person out there in the country who just was saying yesterday that, you know, some something crazy. You know what I'm talking about. But you didn't hear any of that. No. Well, yeah, I just talked to a mother who says she can't get baby formula. I talked to a truck driver that had to park their truck because he can't make money at the price of diesel. You got none of that. No real-world examples. No true kitchen table discussions. Because I think it would further call attention to the fact that Americans ain't happy with the way this guy's overseeing the economy from a federal government perspective. They believe his policies are at play here. And I think by making some references to real-world examples, I can't help but think about the Obamacare debate when when you remember this when Barack Obama assembled on the White House lawn all these health care professionals with their 
white coats and stethoscopes on, so official looking. And I think it was later revealed that some of those were fake, weren't really doctors, just in the costume. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what this reminded me of. But you didn't hear that. You didn't see. What I would have liked to see is a similar thing, like a truck driver, a mother looking for uh, formula, a, a family perhaps struggling with paying their bills. Why don't you put those out there, Biden? Because that's what's going on. I'll tell you why. Because they hold you responsible. And you know what? That's what happens. When you run for president and you get elected to the highest office in the land, you are responsible. Honestly, even if you're not, you still are. That's the way it works. That is the price one pays for being at the top of the heap in the org chart. That's the way it works. Not this guy. Like Teflon. I mean, take away the, 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 the thorny bias of politics and, and look at something like, oh, I don't know, a football coach. If a football coach has a booster that he doesn't know from Adam's house cat that, gives, that used to give players whatever and does something illegal and does this or that, yeah, the booster's going to get in trouble, but the coach is also going to be in hot water. Absolutely. That's because he's the head of the organization. That's why you make the big bucks. That's why, in this case, you get elected to the highest office in the land. And everything, all the benefits that come along with that, well, the cost, the cross you must bear and the cost you have to pay are that you're responsible. But it just bothered me that we got nothing concrete in the way of recommendations. No, yep, I'm, go- I'm going to relax regulations on production of fossil fuels. None of that. Yep, I'm going to reinstate opening of the pipeline. We saw none of that. Uh, I- I'm going to make it easier to start a business, grow a business. I'm going to lower taxes. We're going to cut spending. They got none of that. None, none of those suggestions. None of those proposals. In fact, what we got was the opposite. We're going to raise taxes. We're going to increase the size and scope of government. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. It's It really is mind-boggling uh, when you just see that. But I, I think they're so, they're so wed to uh, their agenda, their far-left agenda, I, I just don't think they can they can separate themselves from it and do anything else. Now... Yesterday, you should also know that. Uh, well, before we get to that, we got. A, well, I think we got some video here, Rhino, from Biden yesterday that I sent to you. Yeah, that where he actually discusses this problem of inflation, and it just goes to show how incoherent this guy is. And I agree with what Chairman Powell said last week that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we build is inflation. So oh. the Fed should first is we're in power. That's the first thing. And you justifiably right, we control all three branches of the government. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans have a choice right now between two paths, reflecting two very different sets of values. My plan attacks inflation and grows the economy by lowering costs for working families, giving workers well-deserved raises, 
reducing the deficit by historic levels and making big corporations and the very wealthiest Americans pay their fair share. The other path is the ultra-MAGA plan put forward by congressional Republicans to raise taxes on working families, lower the income of American workers, threaten sacred programs Americans count on like Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, and give break after break to big corporations and billionaires. <laughs> First, you caught that, didn't you, folks? That inflation is a strength now. Do you hear that? I also the, heard we're going to tax inflation. Yeah, we're going to tax <laughs> Whatever that means. Well, well I want to know who the ultra-MAGA people are. <laughs> ultra. We're not just MAGA. It's ultra-MAGA. What the hell is that? That is doubling down on the attention gained from the crazies on the left after Hillary called them a basket of deplorables. That's true. The ultra-maga crowd. <laughs> so, you heard that that litany there. Did you hear anything remotely suggesting that he and his policies made some mistakes, but we're going to fix them? Zero. Make you heard them. that he has a plan. <laughs> have no idea what the plan is, but he's got a plan. Uh, well, we shouldn't be surprised, as, as many times we've referenced the 45-page plan to shut down COVID. Donald Trump has no plan. I got a plan. What happened to that? Has he shut it down yet? No. It was dumb to say that. It's even dumber to produce a 45-page plan. Oh, gosh. But... So we're gonna we're gonna tax people. We're gonna increase regulations. We're gonna expand union membership. And then the other thing he said is we just gotta, it, with respect to the price of gas, his solution for that, we've got to really accelerate this conversion to electric vehicles. He said that yesterday. He absolutely said that yesterday. That's the solution to it. Is anybody buying that? Nobody cares about that. That is so short-sighted, but we shouldn't be surprised because it's it's an ideological approach. That's all it is. It's not, a, it's not anything that has any practical merit or applicability. If it did, he would have become president much sooner in his True. long, can't call it illustrious, career. <laughs> He's never come up with anything in 40 years in politics, honestly. When we come back, I'm going to discuss this plan, you heard him, this congressional Republican plan to cut wages and eliminate Social Security and Medicare. When we come back, I'm going to talk about that, what he was referring to. Of course, he got it all wrong. Even the Washington Post gave it Pinocchios. We need to get the the grand poobob disinformation. <laughs> Nina Jankowicz. You know who needs to be investigated? The White House for disinformation. We'll be right back.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 94. Thursday evening, a 30% chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 67. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves tells Foxes the story with Martha McCallum, what's expected to happen if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. In 2007, the state legislature put a trigger law in place in case the policy went back to the states. That trigger law says that within 10 days, Uh, The attorney general of our state will um, certify that Roe v. Wade has been overturned and that abortion will be uh, illegal in the state of Mississippi, with the exception of rape and the life of the mother. A pro-choice research organization says about 26 states are either certain or likely to ban abortion, and that could result in millions of women crossing state lines into areas where it remains legal. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi Crude Oil cruising upward up five bucks today. Five bucks. It had fallen below a hundred. It now sits at one hundred five fifty seven. And I noticed yesterday at a gas station in Madison, I think first time I've ever seen it, the signage, which always of course displays the cost of the lowest grade, regular. Four dollars and one cents, highest I've ever seen. Um, also, I wanted to get back to this situation you heard in the tape that we played earlier from yesterday, the press conference held by Joe Biden, and he makes this reference to congressional Republicans want to lower your wages and increase your taxes. But eliminate Social Security and Medicare. So what he's referring to is this plan that Senator Rick Scott, who represents the great state of Florida, he would be the junior senator, to the senior senator, Marco Rubio. And so um, Scott has drafted a plan. It is Rick Scott's plan. Let's, let's go through the disinformation here. I'll go ahead and do Nina Jankowitz's job. <laughs> so first of all, it is not a plan that is supported and sanctioned by congressional Republicans. It's one Republican. That's Senator Rick Scott. It is Rick Scott's plan. That's the first thing. Well, Second, they have a hard time with numbers in the, the halls of Congress. It evidently. Like. It but this this notion, though, Rhino, of everything you're grouped into it, right? If you're if you're a, 
a white kindergartner, you're responsible for slavery, right? For critical race theory includes such discussions simply because you happen to be of the same race as the slave owners. It's just guilty by association, which is, let's be honest, that is classic Marxism, this grouping and parsing into groups where your physical attributes determine your your association, your profile, if you will. But Senator Scott thinks that all Americans should have some skin in the game with respect to taxes. Now, I am not for raising taxes whatsoever, neither is Rick. But he just says that, and he's true, it's become very lopsided. Remember Mitt Romney... It was kind of a pivotal event in the 2012 election when Romney made the comment during a debate where he pointed out that 40% of the households in the country pay no income taxes, and they have a different uh, set of agenda items, different sentiment. He was right. But, boy, that got played out, and uh, I think was... Uh, uh, something that uh, contributed to his defeat. But Scott says, yeah, people ought to have a skin in the game. Well, in general, that makes sense. But here's the deal. What he is proposing is that federal programs should, federal laws, actually, should sunset after five years, requiring Congress to renew those laws that it wants to keep. It's not too terrible of an idea. So immediately they pounce on Social Security, Medicare. They're going to let it end. No, it's not what he said. But should be no problem, right? If Social Security, Medicare, I think those are programs that most Americans want to continue because they paid into them. They feel like they're entitled to get their due out. I agree. That's a different story than the merit of the programs themselves and the and the design of those programs, the structure of those. It's a different matter. But he also said that, that the Congress should be honest with Americans and should be required to present to Americans on some periodic basis the financial condition of these programs. Think about it. Can you can you think of any discussion of Social Security and Medicare with respect to their financial condition, their solvency, since Joe Biden's been elected? No, no politician wants to talk about this. It's the so-called third rail of politics. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's politically unpopular. So they don't. But yet... Social Security, Medicare, combined, 50% of total spending. Now, people say, well, it's money coming in and going out. Well, it's not, because nearly 40% of Medicare is now being covered by income taxes, meaning what is being paid into Medicare plus the Medicare trust fund is not sufficient to cover the, the outflows. Social Security is just on the verge of hitting that point as well. And so, yeah, we do need to have a discussion about this. 
We should force Congress, this is uh, from the uh, Rick Scott's plan, I'm quoting, force Congress to issue a report every year telling the public what they plan to do when Social Security and Medicare go bankrupt. Because that's where they're headed. That's just a fact. That's not a bad idea. Americans are entitled to know, especially those who either presently rely on those benefits or soon will, and are looking forward to receiving benefit after paying in their entire working lives. Absolutely. But you see how that's been hijacked, and it's been... The the, uh, the narrative has been manipulated for political expediency. Again, it's all about what do I got to do to make the other side look bad so I can get reelected. It's all they care about. Every action, every word, what do I say here? What can I do to get reelected? And that's what's happening. So, it's uh, again, this is misinformation. It's not accurate the way it was described by Joe Biden yesterday. So I just wanted to kind of break that down for clarity as to what he said when he said in the tape we played, in the sound we played, where Biden said, Republicans want to get rid of Medicare and Social Security. Not true. But you know what? It's not going to take Republicans getting rid of it. They're going to get rid of themselves if you don't do something because they're headed for bankruptcy. That's just mathematical, economic truth. And nobody will talk about it. It's not politically popular. In the meantime, we have a treasure. That would be one Janet Yellen. I know I touched on this a bit yesterday, but there's more details. She testified to the Congress about the consequences of eliminating abortion rights from an economic perspective. She says, quote, it would be very damaging. It would have very damaging effects on the economy, said Ms. Yellen, and would set women back decades. That's what she told the Senate Banking Committee yesterday. And she said, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects on the economy and would set women back decades. Is Liv, you know, uh, the last time that a mother conceived a child without engaging in some activity to do so, intentional activity, I believe that's when Jesus Christ was born. Those of us who are Christians and believe in that miracle... It's just amazing. She says, Roe v. Wade enabled many women to finish school, increase their earnings potential. It allowed women to plan and balance their families and careers. And research also shows that it had a favorable impact on the well-being and earnings of their children. She noted other research has made it clear that denying women access to abortions increases, quote, their odds of living in poverty or in need of public assistance, end quote. I mean, it's almost like she's making the case where women should just never have children. We should just end propagation of the human species. I mean, what's the message there? It's 
It just seems callous to me. And more importantly, why the hell is the Secretary of Treasury getting involved in this issue? Hey, think about that. Because you got to drum up something because the economy is not looking good for them for the midterm. Well, that's true. I guess you're right. But that, that disturbed me that the Secretary of Treasury is up there lecturing the Senate Banking Committee about the economic impact of limiting or ending abortion. It's incredible. Like, oh, it just happens. Women just end up pregnant. <laughs> Jeez. Break time here on uh, middays. We got another segment in this hour, and then we got Representative uh, Becky Curry coming up. Stay with us. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation is celebrating 100 years this year. Taking a look at the then and now numbers in the 100 years, the number of farms in 1922 was 264,664. It's now 34,700. Total farm acres in 1922 was 18.1 million. It's now 10.4 million. The average farm size in 1922 was 68 acres. It's now 300 acres. The acres of cotton harvest
harvested in 1922 was 3 million. It's now 430,000, but the number of bales produced in 1922 is 1.1 million. It's now 1 million. The number of cattle in 1922 was 922,981. It's now 920,000 even. Production value in 1922 was 15 million. It's now 282 million. Total commodity production value in 1922 was 8.1 million. It's now 8.3 million. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Ah! It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Mo says, for a few years after I retired from the Air Force, I worked for Lowe's in the contractor's yard. We sold two-by-fours for below cost so we could sell the nails that had the 100% markup. And that's referring to the discussion we had earlier about the price of gas and and all sorts of misconceptions about Profiteering, and in particular at the retail level, where the the margin on the sale of fuel is quite low, that it really is more of convenience. That's why they call them convenience stores. So you go get your gas at the same time. You go in the store and you buy stuff. They do make money, so they make more money off the honey buns and the coffee and the other sundry items and snacks and drinks and so forth than they do the gas. Um, but appreciate that, Mose. He also says Congress should go back to meeting every other year for two months, get there, pass a budget, go home. No time for all this nonsense. They don't even pass a budget, uh, Mose, as we've uh, shared on the show. The 70% of spending is on autopilot. It's mandatory. There's nothing that the Congress really even gets it involved in. Because amending those programs, which is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, all the other various um, and welfare programs, and then debt interest, there's, there's really no no vote, no bills. Requires 60 votes, for the most part, to do that. So they don't really pass a budget. It's really crazy to think about it, isn't it? 
It's just continuing resolutions to fund the discretionary functions of government, which include defense and all the other agencies. They amount to 30%, of which two-thirds is is defense. And I, and I know I've said this a million times on the show, but this is probably one of the least understood aspects of the federal budget and just the federal fiscal affairs than uh, anything. I think there is a, a, a broad view out there that, yeah, they get together and they come up with this gigantic budget and spend $4 trillion. They really don't. They Now, the president, by law, produces a proposed budget. That's true. But that includes the mandatory programs, which are not voted on and adopted. In Rick Scott's proposal is that all these laws automatically sunset every five years so that you would have to vote on them to reestablish and continue them. Really not that bad of an idea at the end of the day. That Boy, that would cause a lot of angst for lawmakers when they'd have to cast those votes thinking about contemplating the next election cycle, because we all know that's what they're thinking about. Incredible. Uh yeah, Thomas, I know. They just do continuing resolutions. I just said that. And I've said it a thousand times on the program. So appreciate that, though. So what about seatbelt laws, helmet laws? Yeah, this is... Uh, Thomas went into a rather lengthy discussion. He said he, he prefaced it with short, sweet, to the point, but it wasn't. Um, and so are we? he says, are we good with letting politicians get by with misrepresentation of the law in order to pull law people into a false sense of security to become a user? I... I don't see that that's what's happening whatsoever, Thomas. I think that's a misrepresentation of what's happening. Marino off the air made a great uh, analysis just off the top of his head about all the various laws that technically were probably all breaking every time you speed, every time you don't come to a complete stop. Yeah, because Thomas asked, what other action should we engage in and rely on lack of enforcement? And the first thing that came to mind is if you're going seven miles over the speed limit, you're relying on the fact that they're not going to enforce the speed limit that strictly. Right. Or if you change lanes without using a blinker, you're relying on the fact that they're going to go, all right, go on about your business. i got better things to do. Right. Yep. So... I mean, again, I'm just going to say there's the literal aspect of this, and then there's the practical aspect of it. From a practical aspect, this has just evolved through the years. And that's kind of where it is. Don't forget, the House of Representatives in Washington has already just recently passed a bill to decriminalize and take marijuana off Schedule 1, uh, but it can't get passed in the Senate doesn't appear. Again, another situation requires 60 votes. By the way, with respect to the 60-vote situation, you know all the Democrats are all up in arms. we got to codify Roe v. Wade right now, which, of course, requires 60 votes in the Senate, which means it ain't going to happen. They did have such, though, when Barack Obama got elected in 2008 until such time that in late 2009, Senator Ted Kennedy passed away, and then a special election in in Massachusetts, placed Scott Brown in his seat. Why didn't they do it then? I tell you why, because they were so focused on ramming through Obamacare. The signature law is just a major uh, watershed legislative moment. They literally spent all their political capital on that. They could have done it then. They had the votes. Would could have done it without a single Republican vote, but they didn't. They need to be mad at their own party if that's what they want. 
There wasn't any obstruction going on. They had the votes. Time for a break here. Super Talk News, Fox News coming up, and then Representative Becky Curry in the Element Well studio. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Lillian Wu. April inflation numbers coming in a still very steep 8.3% year over year. All food is up 9.4%. When you look inside that number, eggs, those are up 23% year over year. Lettuce is up almost 13% in that same time frame. Regular unleaded gas up 44.2%. It hit another record today and so did diesel fuel. Fox's Edward Lawrence. We're getting details on Alabama fugitive Casey White caught along with corrections officer Vicki White who helped him escape from behind bars in Florence, Alabama. He was brought here in the late night hours, yellow jumpsuit, arm shackled, leg shackled, quickly arraigned here, then sped off under heavy guard back to a state prison. They're not going to let him escape twice. He faces 75-year sentence in jail and a new murder trial next month. Fox's Steve Harrigan in Florence, Alabama. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hey, for Cassidy for Congress. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The April Consumer Price Index shows inflation is continuing to rise, especially impacting the oil and food markets. Senator Roger Wicker says the Biden administration is responsible for rising inflation. It seems now, unless we're very, very lucky, we're going to have a recession. The White House blames faults in the supply chain, the pandemic, and the Russian invasion. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith has consistently expressed her own frustration. You know, this time last year, we tried to tell the Biden administration not to pour trillions of dollars into this economy. The basic fundamentals of economics have to work. A high schooler taking an economics class could figure this out, but the White House can't. The CPI has shown a slight decrease in a gallon of gas in the month over month, but gas prices rose to a new record this week. takes milk chocolate ice cream 
and loads it with chocolate-coated peanut butter cups and peanut butter cookie dough pieces, you get chocolate peanut butter overload. <laughs> Better by a country smile. The good old days are being made right Details show that eight people were shot and injured in a mass shooting that took place at a Jackson Festival two weekends ago. The original number presented to the public was five or more. Two teens have been arrested for their role in the gunfire, 15-year-old Calvin Berry and 16-year-old Liedrick Trim. It's also believed that another teen, whose name Carmelo Brumfield, was one of the shooters. He was killed by a police officer. A former Department of Corrections probation officer will spend 10 years in prison for embezzlement. Dendrick Hurd will also be required to pay restitution to his victims over $4,000 after pleading guilty. A state auditor's office explained that he abused his position to embezzle money from people trying to pay court sentence fees and fines. Special agents also issued an over $8,000 demand letter to Heard at the time of his arrest. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now in the Element Well Studios, Representative Becky Curry from the Mississippi House of Representatives, District 92, which includes Kapaya Lawrence in Lincoln County, serves as the chairperson of House Tourism Committee and vice chair House Rules Committee. That's still accurate. That's uh, still accurate. Okay. That's right. Want to make sure that was current. Thank you so much for that. So, wanted to have you in uh, on middays, uh, Representative Curry, to talk about this uh, recent leak of the draft opinion that was penned by Justice Alito concerning a Roe v. Wade. And gosh, is that set off a firestorm in this country? What uh, I have uh, described as a deeply divided country, and this just. 
I think, exacerbated that uh, division. At a minimum, it, uh, it caused it to be further exhibited by the factions that are pro-choice, pro-life, and now we got protests in the street. But a lot of questions about what happens here in the state of Mississippi and across the states, the best I can tell from analysis I've done, roughly half the states are poised to either completely ban or even prohibit uh, abortion, uh, excuse me, or severely limit abortion in their states. The other half, the blue states in general, they're seeking to expand access to, uh, to abortion. So more, I call it bifurcation uh, of the states. But you were actually involved, as I understand, in the original uh, situation here with the Dobbs case. That's right. I wrote the bill in 2018 uh, that has now gone before the Supreme Court. And in 2018, um, I authored this bill, and Andy Gibson uh, was instrumental and and um you know you know andy he sets his mind to something he got it through his committee we got it through the house through the senate and then governor phil bryant uh signed the bill into law and uh it immediately went to court and um you know they struck it down so i kind of set it aside and went to work as uh, i do i'm a registered nurse and I was at work two years later and um, heard that my bill was going before the Supreme Court. Wow. <laughs> Did you think about that in 18? You just don't no. know. Well, you know, I always felt good about that bill. I have to tell you, it's it's a it's a common sense bill. If sure. You, and, and so many people haven't ever read the bill. Um, it's a ban on abortion after 15 weeks, which sure. is three and a half months of pregnancy. Yep. Uh, it's a very common sense bill. Uh, we knew not to say you cannot ever have one. It would have never made it to the Supreme Court. Right. And and the fact that a bill that I wrote uh, is now uh, maybe going to get rid of Roe v. Wade. And um, what I want to see is that the states get that uh, control back. Sure. It should have never been from nine justices that are not elected yeah. uh, of the people. So yeah. the states get the um, authority back. And, and if you don't like how your legislator votes on, on this or other things, you vote them out of office. You know, something we've talked about here on the program, uh, you got to believe that, uh, let's say that the, the uh, apparently from the opinion, it looks like the justices are going to rule to overturn Roe v. Wade. Control thus would return to the states. you got to think that the, the pro-choice uh, activists, and perhaps the pro-life as well, they're going to descend upon the state capitals is what's going to happen in, in those states that are seeking to either ban or, or prohibit. And it, as, as uh, you're well aware, a number of states, including Mississippi, have so-called trigger laws that are waiting to be uh, enacted or, or would become active um, and into law if Roe v. Wade's overturned. So that kind of complicates the situation. But I just wonder if we're going to see the activists uh, move away from the Supreme Court protesting and protesting at justices' homes to going into the states because that's where the decisions will be made. Well, if they're smart, they will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, may yeah, have them here in Mississippi. That's right, and and we've had them before. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, um, you know. I have to tell you, I've always said it, it's odd to me how well the Democrats stick together on things. Yeah. And Republicans, we miss that opportunity. So you can have – they have nothing to run on. Yeah. It's the economy stupid, gas prices, inflation – what have they done? Immigration, I could go on and yeah, on. Crime. They have nothing to run on, 
so you know they get you know somebody to leak this so they'll have this one yeah. thing and you know so nobody needs to lose sight of what this is yeah it, it's a it's it's a farce you know i hope they find who did this i would have much rather learned that this bill uh you know was voted on by the justices and it was done the right way uh but here we are and this is this is just a ploy this it's midterms yeah don't don't think that that's not what this is about you know, there's been a lot of discussion about uh, the intent and, and the goal of the leak. Do you feel like it, uh, in your opinion at least, that it is uh, was intended to intimidate the justices and to, since somebody on the inside obviously knew which way they were leaning and what it looked like was uh, was going to unfold, uh, that they were seek to intimidate the justices and get it out in the public and cause all this um, response, protest response and so forth, so they changed their minds? Well, I think they hope so. Yeah. I don't believe, and I think if, if it were for me, I would be so dug in at this point because of, of, of how horrible something like this is. A leak at the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's terrible. Who, who would have thought that? I know. I would have dug my heels in much deeper, yeah. uh, and I feel like these are smart people, and they'll do the same thing. But, you know, it, it's it's several things. I think they hope something will happen. I think they hope that uh, Schumer will pass a law. I think they hope that some Somebody will change their mind, and I think they hope that this is their one issue for midterms. I mean, yeah. what did they have to lose? And and really, the way they, uh, I guess, politically they promote this issue is through fear mongering. Because we've we've heard this thing take a life of its own, such that all sorts of other uh, suggestions about. Uh, outlawing same-sex marriage and interracial marriage and contraceptives and just a, a, a long list of other things that they say are, are coming. Even the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, who we've talked about quite a bit on the program, tweeted yesterday, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. I find it really astounding that in her position she could call a stage a call for arms or, or make a call to arms publicly and there be no uh, repercussions from that I think if uh, the other side did that it would be oh my gosh you're inciting insurrections and January riots 6th. yeah it's exactly right you know where is uh, um, the speaker of the house Nancy Pelosi yeah. you know called her people to to mobilize well what's the yeah. difference I, I never heard President Trump try to mobilize anybody and and you know so i i don't know if if uh, other republicans are are this way but i feel like we are across the united states especially mississippi i'm very tired of seeing one-way justice yeah i am so tired of it and i hope our um congressional people are listening you know when you take over in november or january uh we're just tired of it yeah I, I agree, uh, but this coming from the mayor of a major city that is absolutely awash in, in crime and a host of other issues plaguing that city, a once great American city, I might add, seems like she got bigger fish to fry than worry about this, but calling to arms like that, I, I just found that just totally inappropriate for the mayor, a mayor, any elected official for that matter. I do, too, and and I go back to this. They have to get their base going because, I mean, 
everybody's paying high gas prices. Everybody's paying inflation. It'd be hard for me as a Democrat to continue to go down this road when, uh, you know, it's not going to get better. You know that as well as I do. This is not going to get better under Biden. It's certainly not going to get better before the midterms. It might get worse, actually. And and, uh, they don't have a very good resume uh, to bring into the midterms. I think that's the, the central problem. So, uh, so where do you see this thing going? You think the Supreme Court holds firm to what the opinion is at, at least apparently telling us at this point? I think they will, and I also wish they would just go ahead and get it over with. Yeah. At this point, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, you know, we all know uh, this is the decision. Make it official so we don't have to go through months of this. And, you know, if they're going to protest, do it one big time and, and uh, let's move on. But let's don't go back to um, the burning cities down like we had before i mean yeah. you know why let this simmer until it explodes i say get it over with yeah i think it's a good point so what about the trigger laws in mississippi or uh, my understanding is there's two we got a break right here you stay through the break i'll be glad yeah. to and get you to answer that question sure. on the other side of the break thanks a lot we got representative becky curry in the element well studios on midday stay with us Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word RADIO for free shipping. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. How'd you dig that one out from there, Rhino? That's the white stripes. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh, Andy and Jackson wants to pass on. Never met Becky Curry, but I like listening to her. She is well-spoken and can tell she's got it together. Well, thank you, Andy. I want to pass that on. So yeah. he's a regular uh, listener of the show. Appreciate that, Andy. All right. So we were discussing before we went to break, Representative Curry, about these, uh, I believe there are two. Is that right? Trigger laws in Mississippi. There so how's that where we got two that are on the books? Which one uh, well, is one supreme to another? I don't know. Um in 2007, before I got here, I came in 2008, um, Senator Joey Fillingane put a bill in, and it passed that if Roe v. Wade were to ever uh, uh, be set aside, that um, abortion would be banned in the state of Mississippi. And I honestly didn't know that existed till just recently. Okay. So, uh, And then uh, in Maybe 2020, we did another bill, the heartbeat bill, which right. if you see Remember the heartbeat, yep. you know, then um, you would not be able to have an abortion. So yep. we have those two. Um, but, you know, I want people to realize one thing. We have one abortion clinic in yeah. the state of Mississippi. That's right. One. And when we go down to 15 weeks or a heartbeat bill, they're not going to be able to stay open. That's right. I mean, financially, it's done. Yep. So, you know, I, I hate for anybody to th- say think that we've closed them down all over the state. We have one. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and I'm pro-life. I'm, I'm good with this. But, you know, it's not as big of a monumental thing as you might think it is. Yeah, and and uh, we did some research, Rhino and I did last week, I think in 1990, early 90s, average of 1.4 million abortions per year in the U.S., and that's that's down to like 630,000. 
I think, uh, of course, that's 630,000 too many, but it really just making the point that it's not occurring as much. Now, I wonder, Representative Curry, if that's because, uh, and I don't know if it gets counted in this or not, but we now have medicine, drugs, right? That's right, yeah. and, and it's uh, easily accessible. Now, I'm not a fan of these as a nurse. Yep. Uh, you get a handful of pills, and you go home, and, and your body aborts yep. that at home by yourself. Essentially it, yeah. You know, and, and I cannot imagine the pain and suffering that you go through. So uh, I'm for many reasons, I'm against that. But yeah. Uh, and so I'm sure we will look at that. But like I said, I don't I don't foresee us having to deal with a lot here because we have one clinic. Yeah, that's a good point. One of the other things I do want to mention is, you know, I am all about making sure that, you know, yes, we've done this. And I want to make sure people realize I'm not going to say, OK, you can't have an abortion, but we're going to desert you. You know, I think that we have got to make sure our county health departments are back open. A lot of them shut down. Yeah. And and it's the only access a lot of young women have to go and get birth control. And, uh, you know, you can't say, well, go, you know, to your doctor. Well, a lot of people don't have the money to go to yeah. a doctor. Good point. So we have got to be be here when this, when this happens and be ready to help women and children. And uh, we put a lot of money in uh, children's advocacy. Center this year. We changed some adoption laws. We're we're getting there, but we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, and uh, kind of related, but uh, just uh, um, being around lots of uh, physicians, uh, friends of mine, social friends, and so forth. Uh, they seem to, to focus a lot on the the need uh, for prenatal care, and and the lack of that. In our state, not the lack of care being available, just the lack of mothers, pregnant mothers, seeking it. That's right. And a lot of them don't until uh, later in the pregnancy, which, you know, the the entire deal of prenatal vitamins is to prevent birth defects yeah. and problems during the pregnancy. And we have problems in the state with uh, early, uh, you know, deliveries yeah. and all kind and SIDS and things wrong. So we need to make sure that they have prenatal care yeah. from the get-go yeah and you know these are just things we're going to have to do so much of these complications as you said later on in pregnancy um and during the birth process and then postpartum are avoidable with proper prenatal care That's exactly the key. and we have lots of technology and lots of medicine lots of treatment and we spend a lot of medicaid money yeah on that so there's no excuse that's a good point not to because that's a it. category that is specifically qualifies for medicaid if you are pregnant in the state of mississippi you qualify for medicaid yeah and um i, I and, and let's be honest it's uh you you can't uh, avoid discussing the economic aspect of it's expensive, and a lot of these expenses could be avoided with proper prenatal care. That's exactly right. You have a baby that stays in a NICU unit. You got you have very spent expensive. some money. Yeah, it's very expensive, and the technology is advanced to the point where uh, we can deliver this care so that we can get the the baby nurtured and developed and and um, uh, to a point of health where they're on their own and don't have to be in the NICU. Yeah, but it's good news, but it costs. A lot of money. We could have a lot of that's avoidable. It so, is discussion for another day, but certainly something 
I think our government needs to focus on because a lot of that money is coming from taxpayers paying for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we've got to be there for women and children when we change the rules. Absolutely. I, I agree. And the Attorney General uh, also, who's, of course, her office has been pursuing this case, has, has made uh, that point numerous times as right. well. She uh, has. Attorney General Lynn Fitch. All right. So the legislative session, got a couple of minutes left. Uh, it was a busy one, shall we say, this wow. past one. A lot, of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff happened. But uh, you guys will be back at it in the Capitol. It always comes around much sooner. We always show up in January and say, wow, we're back in session. We just left here. Uh, what's what's on the table, do you think? What's on your radar, and what do you think the legislature is considering in the upcoming 23 session? Well, we still have some ARPA funds to, to spend, and, you know, I'll be really honest with you. I'm looking at uh, things like op- reopening health departments. Sure. And, uh, I'm I'm going to be really busy in making sure that um, we have um, our advocacy centers for children are funded. Uh, you know, there there may be some babies who are unwanted out there, and we're going to m- have to make sure we take care of them. Yeah. So these kind of things are on my radar. You okay. know, uh, it'll be an election year, so you won't see a whole lot of things. Yeah. You know how that goes, <laughs> except campaigning. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, you know, but I, I want to put us to put our money where our mouth is. You know, because yeah. we have fought for this for a long time. Yeah. And now it's here, and uh, you know. We, we have to make sure everybody's taken care of. Yeah, I, I just uh, received uh, the latest report from the Department of Revenue on revenues for last month. It's still quite strong. We're doing great. Yeah, over signing die estimates, and year over year, we're, we're exceeding That's uh, right. last year. So, That's right. Um, which is good news. Now, there, there are economic headwinds, I think, in our future. Who knows what that means to the state of Mississippi? My, my experience being a business in the state of Mississippi, we never really uh, go too crazy on either the high or the low side. We, we're, we're fairly even-keeled, I think, from an economic perspective. And I think that's because we have a, a fairly diverse economy, the exception being a concentration in agriculture, which is fairly static, fairly stable. Um, so that's kind of a good news, bad news do, deal, I guess, that we stay fairly level and and, the, and at an equilibrium. I think that's going to continue. So I think we'll escape any kind of major economic downturn should one occur, which I would say is imminent at this point, to rid too. ourselves of this inflation. I think the Fed's going to have to act in that respect. But, but the point is Mississippi's doing well. Well, you know, we worked hard and to get ourselves in uh, order, our yeah. house in order, so yeah. to speak. And we said no a lot before we were able to say yes on many things. But, you know, our rainy day fund is full. Yep. Uh, we've got money in the bank. Uh, so our our future looks good. If yeah. we can hold on through this presidency, exactly. uh, we'll be all right. Exactly. What about the redistricting? Were you generally pleased with how that went? I was. You know, I, I love my district. Uh, you know, I hope they love me. <laughs> I'm running again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have a great district uh, to represent down there. They make they make it easy for me. Yeah. Uh, good folks, good country folks. And, uh, you know, so everything worked out just fine for me and, and I think for most people. Yeah. Something that uh, really didn't get done this session that we've talked about a lot is the citizen-initiated uh, ballot process. Didn't get I, a bill done through there. Had I thought we had a good bill in the House, and we got in the Senate, and they just had a difference in how many signatures we needed. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, we're going to have one, but um, it—I couldn't believe we didn't get it out. Yeah, um, and and 
I was not happy with the Senate stance. We don't want to make it harder for people to do it. Sure. It was already hard enough. It's a pretty high bar. It is a high bar. You, it costs you a lot of money, too. You don't want to make that harder on people. Yeah. Uh, you want their input, and you want them to feel like they have a voice. So yeah. um, I'm, I, I was very upset we didn't get that finished. Yeah, it seems like we just... Ran out of time, for lack of a better way to describe it, and, well, and couldn't come to an, a, a happy medium there. Well, and there were uh, other priorities for leadership, and that one must not have been one of them. Yeah, well, and then we'll have to wait till the 2023 election cycle to get it on the ballot for the citizens to approve That's, to amend the Constitution. I mean, we're years away from Yeah, that. a year and a half at this point, yeah. minimum. So, anyhow, Representative Becky Curry's been our guest on Middays. Always good to see you. Thanks. The family good? Family's good, how about you? Uh, oh, I enjoyed good. Alex being on your show, by she, the way. She just sent me a text, by the way. Um, she's just found out what her raise is going to be as a teacher. In all right. and she's all excited about that. Well, so, good. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back here on Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 94. Thursday evening, a 30% chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 67. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. 
For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The April Consumer Price Index shows inflation is continuing to rise, especially impacting the oil and food markets. Senator Roger Wicker says the Biden administration is responsible for rising inflation. It seems now, unless we're very, very lucky, we're going to have a recession. The White House blames faults in the supply chain, the pandemic, and the Russian invasion. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith has consistently expressed her own frustration. You know, this time last year, we tried to tell the Biden administration not to pour trillions of dollars into this economy. The basic fundamentals of economics have to work. A high schooler taking an economics class could figure this out, but the White House can't. The CPI has shown a slight decrease in a gallon of gas in the month over month, but gas prices rose to a new record this week. The longest-running music festival is back and bigger than ever. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, May 7th through the 15th. Family fun and a lineup of entertainment you don't want to miss. Featuring an evening with Frank Foster, Friday, May 13th, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Saturday, May 14th, it's multi-platinum recording artist, the Eli Young Band, on the Meridian City Hall lawn. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, celebrating the father of country music, May 7th through the 15th. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone to midday super talk mississippi 
So, someone I'm looking for at Rhino down uh, the list here on the ceasefire text line just made the point that that um, Rick Scott, the senator from the great state of Florida, was convicted of Medicare fraud. So it is true that he was CEO of Hospital Corporation of America, HCA, based in Nashville, a $51 billion concern. It is true that uh, the hospital, the company, actually, HCA, so it's a large conglomerate of healthcare institutions, hospitals, was um, found to have committed Medicare fraud, and it was under his watch. Uh, but as I recall, I'm pretty sure that uh, they were fined and repaid it. Uh, I think uh, a few years ago, they agreed to pay $840 million in criminal fines, civil damages, and penalties. Um, you know, I, I think it's terrible that that happens, but the fact is, it is estimated, just so you'll know, by the CBO, that fraud in Medicare is about $80 billion a year. $80 billion. That's just what they estimate. And a lot of that does come from the provider community. And a lot of that and a lot of the reason this occurs is because the systems are terrible. Like almost everything else in the federal government, the systems are terrible in detecting fraudulent activity. And because they know it's terrible, the crooks keep doing it. It's kinda like, you know, violent perpetrators. You're not going to lock me up. Okay, I'm just going to go rob more people at gunpoint. Same deal. And in this case, it's it's just incompetence is really what it, it boils down to. Do you ever hear anybody in government talk about reeling that in? Like, we know now that there was massive fraud in the pandemic unemployment benefit, the supplemental benefits. We know there was massive fraud in the PPP program. And I'm not talking about just folks that got PPP loans that really didn't need them, but yet did meet the qualifications to receive those. I'm talking about fraud, just downright fraud. And it's because government puts these programs together, and wherever there is, as we said so many times, wherever there is big government money, there's big waste, fraud, and abuse. Just, just it's, it's like an axiom... A truism that is as valid as is taxes and death. Where there's big government money, there's big waste, fraud, and abuse. I'm simply making the point that we just have all this money flowing all over the place constantly. We're running up the deficit, the debt. We got inflation, and everything else bothering everybody, causing um, hardship and, and pain. But there never seems to be any focus on reining in all this waste, fraud, and abuse. I just don't hear anything about it. Have you ever heard of candidates say, that's my number one, my number one priority is to, is to rein in the waste, fraud, and abuse in government? Never. But yet, the own bipartisan congressional budget office says, yeah, we think it's about $80 billion a year. That's not excusing what happened at HCA whatsoever. Not condoning nor excusing it. And Rick Scott, he is uh, he served as the CEO, so it falls on him. But the fact is, when that was discovered, and there's no evidence that Rick Scott was ordering that or instructing it, 
It's a gigantic healthcare institution with a whole bunch of employees. But nonetheless, he's responsible for it, just like we said before. And, it was, and uh, most of it was, in fact, paid back. But there was really, uh, I don't know that there was any, um, I guess, criminal conviction involved that I can recall. Uh, let's see. Kevin from Baldwin, he, he wrote us, uh, as he does on a regular basis, a, a long text here. Uh, why is it gas prices and stuff are high all over the world, but the, in the United States inspired and fall? And why is that that we give all the other countries billions and billions of dollars and nothing happens? I really can't follow what he's trying to say here, but the, but uh, to the it made me think about the Medicare fraud because I know uh, me included, a lot of people get upset about the amount of money we give to foreign nations. Just yesterday, forty billion now, right, going to Ukraine, and. And I agree that, you know, we have problems here at home, and it just doesn't seem like we can um, advance and be loyal to an America First agenda. So one thing, again, as we've said so many times on the program, you have to give Donald Trump credit for. He brought that to the forefront, and his presidency was rooted in that concept. This particular president, and I think the Democrats in general, it just doesn't seem like that. I don't know why there's this tendency to want to go sprinkle money all over the world. And the and the latest case here is is Ukraine. But you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a congresswoman from the great state of Georgia. She is have been banned from Twitter. She's a loyal Trump supporter. Uh, she's a controversial congresswoman to say the least. But she's very outspoken. I agree with her sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But we're going to play something. This is her on the floor yesterday after the Ukraine bill passed, $40 billion. This is what she had to say. I do agree with her here. Thank you. I rise in opposition to the Ukrainian supplemental bill. $40 billion. But there's no baby formula for American mothers and babies. An unknown amount of money to the CIA in the Ukraine supplemental bill, but there's no formula for American babies and mothers. $54 million in COVID spending in Ukraine, but there's no formula for American babies and mothers. $900 million for nonprofits and organizations in Ukraine, But there's no formula for American babies and mothers. $8.7 billion for economic support and funding in Ukraine. But there's no formula for American mothers and babies. If this is about claiming that it's about saving lives, let's be real. Then we would care about war-torn countries like Ethiopia. So that's a bunch of hypocrisy because I never hear Ethiopia brought up here. Totally ignoring, completely ignoring our own border crisis, our own baby formula crisis, and brutal inflation, skyrocketing gas prices that no one can afford, but $40 billion for Ukraine? Stop funding regime change and money laundering scams and U.S. politician cover-ups of their crimes in countries like Ukraine. The American people do not support paying for constant U.S. involvement in foreign affairs while our own government fails our own country. 
Let me remind everyone here, we swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America and our borders. We should be paying attention to our country right now. I yield back. Thank you. I mean, where was she wrong? I'm with her on that. I give her credit on this one. Many will recall that she staged, as did Representative Lauren Boebert from Colorado, a bit of an outburst during the State of the Union address. I found that to be inappropriate and called attention to that. But in trying to be call the balls and strikes and things as we see them, I got to give her credit on this one. She's right on. She's right on the money here. It's, it's ridiculous. Americans are tired of seeing money that we don't even have go out the door to foreign nations when we've got serious problems here at home. It's not like oh, we're just flush. We got no issues here. We can afford it. Everything's hunky dory. She makes an excellent point. And I hope it was heated, but I doubt it, because it's not politically popular to do so. The Dow, by the way, plunging again. Now it's in the red, down 255. Kirk from Columbus, Keith and JS, Rhett and Ridgeland all made statements on this text line, Rhino, about Biden saying, I taste your frustration. Red says, that has to be the creepiest thing I've ever heard a president say. I mean, this is embarrassing. It's it's beyond just insane that this guy's in the White House. It's to the point of embarrassment, and we all should be deeply disturbed. This guy's got the nuclear football. Remember that? Donald Trump's going to start World War III. He's got the nuclear football. But this guy's okay? Give me a break. Final segment coming up here on Middays. We're in the Element Well studio. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bathfitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com when you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. The Trogs. Wild thing. Back with you on Midday's final segment. You got some props for playing Icky uh, Icky Thump. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Abe and Flowood says, love the white stripes. And Jared says, what white stripes song was that? Icky Thump, says Rhino. And he sent back the fist and the explosion emoji there. (laughs) Ben from Madison, enjoyed that interview. Miss Curry has always been one of my favorite legislators over the years. Appreciate that, Ben. Great song, Kurt from Boonville says. Thanks, Rhino, for the Leonard Skinner. I think those were both referring to the Leonard Skinner bumper music. Mose, of course, reports follow the computer systems in the U.S. government 
would speak the same language and talk to each other. A lot of fraud would be eliminated. For instance, no more dead people getting Social Security checks, stimulus checks. It's been discussed for as long as I've been in the IT business, Mose. You're right. Uh, I I can report that in 1981, 1981, when I was a uh, a youngster in the um, in the industry working back then for Arthur Anderson, what's now Accenture, we were doing the retirement system for the state of Louisiana, and that was a problem there. They were producing benefit checks that were being cashed by uh, often it was offspring or widow or widowers of the deceased retiree, and they had no way to stop it, because he didn't know, didn't have any information reporting the death of the benefit recipient. And this was 81, 40 years ago. We actually implemented a system where we would get those records from the, um, I can't remember, whichever the source was, the state agency. Back then it was tape, by the way, it was real-to-real tape. And we'd plug that in and bump that against the benefit payroll files. And if, um, if we caught that, there was a, a beneficiary who was deceased, a retiree who was received, receiving benefits at that time active, it would cut them off, essentially. Now it's 40 years ago. So, yeah, if Moses right, there a lot of the fraud, and it's what I said, our systems are terrible, and that's one of the aspects of it is that there's a lack of integration and standardization amongst the platforms. It's been talked about, worked on forever. But there's just doesn't seem to be any interest in addressing that, so we just keep writing checks and money goes out the door. Speaking of the national debt, uh, Congressman Guest voted to send $40 billion to Ukraine. I didn't check the vote. That's on the ceasefire tax line. Uh, when uh, Why does one uh, – this is Thomas – why does one – no one mention – no one mention Burisma and all the money that went to Ukraine being funded funneled to Biden? I, honestly – I think that's the main, one of the main reasons the Democrats, Thomas, pushed this legislation so hard. I, re, I really do. It just feels like they're trying to keep that in the background. Um, Charlie from Hickory Flat wanted to know who the person was, the female congressperson that uh, we just played in the last segment. It was Marjorie Taylor Greene from uh, the great state of Georgia. And, and um, Ch- Charlie says, yeah, I agree also with um, her statements there. By the way, a little correction. Her personal account was banned permanently from Twitter, and I think Facebook as well. Her congressional account is still active. Did want to point that out. I said that in the last segment. But so her personal account. And I want to say that was related to the January 6th situation. Seems like that's where they point to what they point to, they being Twitter and the social media giants. The, uh, the social media decision makers that have banned like that's why they banned Donald Trump's right it was over the January 6th stuff I think they're hanging on to that man William and Brandon do you recall Biden's campaign when he was asked about nuclear codes and he pointed to the fella to his right and stated this is the guy with the launch codes I do remember that does he or is he able to even think before he speaks I remember the look on that guy's face total shock that's William and Brandon yeah I agree Totally agree. Um, well, Gary and Berg, uh, in the Berg, I know this is a subject matter that he likes to talk about quite a bit, and it uh, as it pertains to the state of Mississippi, yeah, I, I'm aware, Gary, and I agree, and I've been talking about it, it seems like, for 20 years, but the um, percent of babies born to unmarried mothers by state 
And I think we're always at the top of the list, if not in the top two or three. And so he sends in the statistics on that. And I absolutely agree that that is a root cause problem um, for lots of uh, challenges uh, within our state and really across the country. But it just seems like that we have shifted away from, uh, I guess, shaming that and denouncing that or even teaching that that's just not a good idea to be a a teenager, unwed teenager, giving birth. It causes all kinds of problems, almost guarantees the child will have issues. But you just can't seem to talk about it. And there is no discussion about it. Appreciate you staying on that. 82% of Jackson black out-of-wedlock births. This is a disaster. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why we got the rampant crime and, and all the other economic problems in the city. I agree. Thanks for pointing that out, uh, Gary. Hopefully we'll get some attention there. We're out of time here today on Middays. We're going to be back with you again tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.